It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Happy Sunday and welcome in. It is Sports by the Book. Week 15 in the National Football League. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex White is here as well. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You know, it's uh you know, it's it's a weird day of betting for me yesterday, where I hit the underdog who was up by forty at one point in Michigan State yesterday. Yes. Great pick. I actually you. get a Texas Tech game right. Yes. Which was amazing in its own right. Your only bull pick. And it still was one of those days like, what what did I do to myself? Just stupid in game bets throughout the day yesterday. Just not a not a not a great day in, in that respect. But hey, we're back at it here on a Sunday, and it's a Interesting Sunday at that, coming off of the weirdest week in the NFL of the year last week. Uh, yesterday in the NFL, somehow the Bengals find a way in overtime. I I don't know how they won that game. I, I really don't know how they managed to pull that one out. But the Bengals would be in the playoffs if they started today with their win yesterday. Uh, the Colts probably put the nail in the coffin for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Got so bad that Mason Rudolph came in and finished the game for the Steelers. Uh, despite being up 13 rock. And then last night, Detroit looked like the early season Lions again as they pounded Denver. And Sean Payton got very mad at Russell Wilson in the middle of that game, which uh, maybe signs of things to come there in Denver. You heard it here first. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's let's um, let's get into these games today. So this is at the bottom of the rotation numbers if you are in Nevada, because this was initially the Monday night game, and now it's, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. That would be you ready for the one game flex to 1 a.m. Eastern, right, Matt Neverett? Uh, Patriots so bad. No, kidding. 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time in Foxborough. Hey, the Patriots are off a win, though. Extended rest that went on the Thursday night in, in Pittsburgh. Now to get Kansas City, where it's obviously been a lot of noise over the last week since Canarius Tony lined up a foot and a half offside uh, and wiped out what would have been arguably the best touchdown of the entire NFL season. Uh, sending the Chiefs to a 20-17 to 17 loss to Buffalo last week, and the Chiefs down to 8-5. and five. They're still going to win the AFC West. The Broncos aren't good enough to take advantage of it. The Raiders are too far back, and the Chargers are a pathetic mess at the moment. But And also, Kansas City would have to lose out, and a lot of nutso stuff would have to happen in order for that. But Alex, this has been interesting this morning. This thing's been steamed. We're seeing some 10s in the market, mostly 9.5 now on this game. Uh, it was 8 most of the week. Uh, don't worry, that nine and a half happened in the last minute. So don't worry. Those numbers were right as of about 30 seconds ago. So legitimately just moved. Uh, 39 and a half. If this thing gets to 10, I'm, uh, I'm obliged to take a piece of the Patriots. And if the Chiefs blow me out, so be it. Yeah, it did touch 10 early, early in the week, but it was there maybe for about a snap. But now we're getting those 10s again. Not here, not, not in Nevada yet, but elsewhere in the country we're seeing 10. And you mentioned the Patriots coming off a win. Bailey Zappi had... Two, uh, three passing touchdowns in that game. So I think we'll see a regression from New England here, but their defense has been playing very good. I think they can keep them in this game. They held the Giants to 10 points in two scoreless quarters, the Chargers to six, three scoreless quarters, and the Steelers to 18. So I think we have a good game here. I tease the Chiefs down early in the week, get them under that three. So I've got Chiefs minus two and a half. But I'm not going to lie, Jeff, if there is a 10, I may take a little bit of that with the Patriots as well. Yeah, 10, it's a play. I'm not going to bother if it's not 10. But I, it just some, by the way, the total's also been bet up as well, 37.5 to 39.5. Betting over in Patriots games. Okay, all right, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, and also, too, this is just another one where 
the wind, the wind is fine. They're lucky. By the way, if this game was played on Monday night, we'd have just absolutely horrendous weather, like it was originally supposed to be. Supposed to be forty mile an hour winds tomorrow night in Foxborough, so the league may have gotten a little fortunate on that. But I, this Kansas say there's a train of thought to say this has looked like the Raider game a few weeks ago, where the Chiefs yes bounce back spot. Yeah, they were in a fourteen nothing hole, but then dominated the rest of that game. I'm not just sure that this is the same sort of deal. It just everything that's transpired this week for Kansas City, especially after the game, at broken teams react like that. And this may just be a broken team for 2023. It feels like they're kind of coming together though, right? And it's almost like a little bit us against the world. Uh Travis Kelsey defending his wide receivers, you know, don't talk about our wide receivers. So I do think they have that potential to come out like they did against not come out because they had to come back from a 14 deficit in that game against the Raiders, but they came back covered easily in that. I actually like Rice, um, Rasheed Rice in this okay. one, over 57 and a half receiving yards. That's because he's gone over that in the last three games. And we know when Mahomes finds a target that he trusts, he'll go to them often. Again, up to nine and a half across Nevada. There's a 10 uh, at the, at the uh, website with a crown on it right now. Uh, but uh, nine and a half, uh, mostly in the market. All right, let's go to Carolina and Atlanta. They're betting the Panthers, Alex White. Good on you if you bet Carolina today. That's all I'll say. Down to two and a half across the board. Uh, behind us, if you want the Falcons, it's the best number anywhere at two and a half minus 110. It's mostly two and a half juice on the favorite, minus 120, minus 115 uh, on that. Alex, I... <laughs> I, 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 you know my position on the Falcons. I can't stand them. This team is so talented. And to me, they're pretty clearly the most talented team in that NFC South. But inept quarterback play, stupid coaching. And in last week, where you've the most accurate kicker in the NFL, Young Way Koo, missing two last week, and you give up an 80 yard drive at the end of Baker when they've done nothing all game. Uh, I don't trust them on the road to cover a number, even against the worst team by far in the NFL. Completely agree. I didn't lay the points, but I did take the Falcons' money line. I wish we could go back and find all of our old clips of, this will be the last time I bet the Falcons if they don't win, I swear. Well, that, it's but just you today, again. not me. I didn't do it. <laughs> well, Can't blame me today. Okay, I'm in this again. But the last two weeks, I've been fading the Panthers. I felt comfortable laying the points with the Bucks. felt comfortable with the Saints last week at six and a half against the Panthers because this team is just so bad. Two and nine ATS. They're also giving up 42 touchdowns this year. So Falcons, you've got to find a way to get this win, even if you're on the road. And you mentioned it. I mean, they outgained the Bucks last week. They should have won that one. So a couple misfortunes there with the missed kick and then a really terrible pick. But Atlanta today, money line for me. Good luck, Alex. That's all I'll say. I, and again, Carolina's Awful. Bryce Young was awful. Derek Carr, at one point last week, had 14 completions for 37 yards and was still arguably the better quarterback in that game. Like, that's just how bad that game was last week. Carolina did outgame New Orleans by 100 yards. Yeah. Would I be shocked if the Panthers upset them today? Not no, at all. No. But look, anything's in play with the Falcons. That's anything's right. in play. They're, they're, the a they're the NFC Chargers, even though, again, if they give up 63 to Carolina today, that would be uh, be flabbergasting to put it politely. All right, let's go to Chicago and Cleveland. The betters love the Bears today. Where's Ryan McCormick? Where's he? Uh, Bears, uh, 
This was three and a half on the open. I went down to two and a half. It's been a toggler this morning, back to two and a half this morning. I actually took uh, plus $1.30 on Chicago Moneyline. Uh, just took them outright, didn't bother with points. I, the Bears are the healthiest team in the NFL, which is pretty astounding, all things considered, with the injuries they've had earlier in the year. Cleveland, you know, Flacco's been their best quarterback. Yeah. But at some point, there's going to be an expiration date on this. And I got to give the Bears credit. Since Iberflus has started calling the plays on that defense, that defense played pretty well. And when you added Montez Sweat, who they paid, and you know what? Montez Sweat has been awesome since getting to Chicago. These last few games, they very easily could be 4-1 and one in their last five. Uh, the game against the Saints, they kept turning the ball over. That was a Bajan start. Of course, the first start back with Fields, they blew that game against Detroit. Yeah, Bears are playing pretty reasonable football, and I, I, I like them outright on the road. And, and again, the one theme you're going to get today in the Northeast, it is 47 degrees in Cleveland today. Now, granted, it is a little windy, yep. about 16-mile-an-hour winds. That's why this game is, uh, you may be looking at a total on this one to the under, Alex. But it... 46 degrees on December the 17th in Cleveland. You're taking that every darn time, Alex. You're right. I am looking at the under. I took under 38 and a half. I still think you're okay at 37 here because this is going to be a defensive battle. You already talked about how good Chicago has been in their last few games. And then we know how good the Browns are at home, especially defensively. Both of these teams run the ball a lot. The Bears run the third most in the league while averaging 30 seconds per play. That's the 29th slowest. And the Browns are running the fourth most. So defensive battle, run the ball. It's going to be windy. I like the under here. The under for Alex White in this one. I'm on the Bears outright. Don't hate it at all. uh, Against Cleveland. Chicago is still alive in the NFC playoff picture at five and eight. And. Uh, in all honesty, if they pull the upset today, they're going to be favored against Arizona next week. They should be favored at home against Atlanta. And then they play Green Bay to follow the fi- final week of the year. Crazier stuff has happened. And the Bears going 9-8 and eight with that remaining schedule if they can find a way to win today. And 9-8 and eight might be good enough in order to sneak in to the uh, NFC playoffs. All right. Other NFC North game. And Chris came in here and said the Sharps are betting the Green Bay Packers today. It's up the four on this game. The largest this line has been against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The old NFC Central matchup. See, I knew we knew you'd like that one in the corner, Matt Jedford. I, I now we're at four. I can't bet this. Now, I, I Green Bay at three. I thought was reasonable. Uh, didn't love laying a bad number with three and a half earlier in the week as well. But at three, I thought it was good on Green Bay. Four. I'm not going to bother. It would only be a take on Tampa. Uh, that was a really bad game for Green Bay on Monday night, to put it politely. And this feels like a good bounce-back yep. spot against, a again, a warm-weather team, Alex, going north. But again, 42 degrees on December the 17th, and Green Bay is pretty darn good. Not bad at all. That's why I like the over in this one. I went over 41 and a half because you mentioned it, bounce-back spot for the Packers. They shouldn't have lost that one on the road. And Tampa Bay's defense, they're banged up. They are down to the 29th in yards per pass allowed. They gave up 347 yards to your favorite quarterback, Desmond Ritter. So I think we're going to see a lot of points in this one. And, you know, as banged up as the defense has been for Tampa Bay, their offense does not give up. Baker Mayfield and 
um, Godwin, and then we got Mike Evans. They find a way to make these games competitive and even pull out a few wins. So I was looking at the Packers side here, but I like the total more. So went with the over here. I, I it just, it, re, it really is for these games in the NFC. Again, both of these teams are six and seven. Both of these teams would be in the postseason if it started today. So there's a whole lot of mediocrity on this NFC side. By the way, Tampa, forget being in the playoffs. They'd host the playoff. Yeah. They'd host Philadelphia right now if uh, the NFC playoffs were to start today. Just, oh boy. You're going to end up with at least two bad teams in the NFC side making it. I would actually, I don't think Green Bay's a bad team. I just think the record's ugly. They Min started really. They started bad, so right? They started horrendous. They've yeah. gotten much better. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Loves a different guy, even though he didn't play well on Monday night. Jordan Loves a different guy today than he was in September. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's go to the AFC South. You know, this was a little bit of a shocker. How about Case Keenum? You're up. You're starting for Houston. Uh, the whole thought was going to be that it was going to be Davis Mills in for the concussed C.J. Stroud. No, it's... Uh, the wily old veteran who I forgot was on the team, in all honesty. Uh, but Keenum gets the start today against Tennessee. The Titans, of course, off the stunner on Monday night. Down 14 with under three minutes to go. Come back and win a regulation against Miami. They're three-point favorites, Alex. It's mostly three minus 20 in the market. Of course, behind us, they don't do it. They only do it on minus 110 both sides on sides, except when they go down to the dime lines in specific times of the year. I I would only bet the Titans here. I, I don't think, I really don't think Keenum, who we have not seen play in a few years, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback anymore. I think he was more there just mentor C.J. Stroud. Now the fact that he has to play, that's a big old yikes. And one other thing that we've, we've seen with Houston, they've not been the same offense without Tank Dell who injured his leg early in that Denver game. They already had points on the board before he got hurt. Last week, they scored six against the Jets, and now you're playing a Tennessee defense that isn't particularly good, but you do know for division game, a division game that will get up, and technically the Titans are still alive in the playoff, Jays. They went out and get a whole bunch of help they would get in, potentially at 9-8, and 9-8 and the AFC side. You're right. That Titans defense isn't very good, but they are stingy, and they do have like a bend but don't break. They're better at home. I didn't do anything with this game. I was waiting to see if C.J. Stroud would play, but too many injuries on the Houston side. You mentioned it, Tank, Tank Dell, and they haven't been the same team. And now Nico Collins didn't practice all week either. So you get Case Keenum, and he doesn't even have his best wide receivers to throw to. I think this is an ugly game. I stayed away. Um, Will Levis, you're right, comeback win last week, but he's very unpredictable. He tries to do too much by himself, and that just scares me. So... Stay away from me in this one. No play for Alex in that one. Again, it would only be the Titans. I'm, I'm, again, you missed the best of it. You could have laid two earlier in the week, two and a half, three. A three would be a bad result for Chris and company. I can tell you that right now. Where to be paying all the three and a half that were out there last night with Houston and now three on Tennessee. All right, let's go to New Orleans. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, let's go, baby, against the New Orleans Saints. All of us have a play on this game. <laughs> studio play. At studio play. We all took Derek Carr to throw an interception at plus 114. We all took it. Uh, so when Derek Carr doesn't throw an interception, we apologize, everyone. Uh, but this is six. It was five and a half wow. when we walked in. Yeah. 
Uh, 39 and a half the total. Now, I would like, this is one of these games where it's a little bit funky from a handicapping perspective, where this does feel like a great, hey, let's fade the Tommy DeVito Lynn sanity run. Let's fade it. On the road, difficult place to play, reasonable defense on the other side. But then you watch the Saints last week. And how can this team be six against anyone is the question I have. And yes, I know they covered against Carolina next last week. But this Saints team is terrible. And Chris Olave's not playing. So now, granted, Derek Carr refuses to throw the ball more than five yards down the field at this point. But Alex, this is this would be a game where if New or- if the Giants are basically playing anyone but New Orleans or Carolina this week, I'd look to bet the other side. But how can the Saints be six in this game? No, you just said it perfectly. I completely agree. I passed this game. I started to look for some props. I did take Tommy DeVito rushing yards over 28 and a half, and that's because the Saints' run defense is not good. They do have an elite pass defense. I will give them that, but they've let a lot of quarterbacks run on them this year. Trevor Lawrence even with a bum leg, and then we have also saw Russell Wilson, Bryce Young, mm-hmm. Ritter, and Bajant all get over 28 and a half so that was a small play for me in this game but yeah I was all over the Saints last week telling people that was my favorite play lay the points with the Saints and even watching that game I feel lucky to even have covered even though they won 28 to 6 it just was not a good showing from them I do think we'll see their offense do better a lot of people are kind of overreacting to Derek Carr and his center kind of getting into it and I'm sure that's way behind them but Ugly game. I'm with you. It would have been a fade the Giants here, but not with the Saints. I actually might even end up on the Giants in this game. That's just how bad New Orleans is. And yes, I know the Saints are, if they win out, they win the NFC South. I get that. But how can you watch that team? The last Now, granted, they were in the game against, they were out of the game against Detroit, got back in, and mostly when Jameis Winston came in the game. Uh, they were out of the game against Minnesota. Got back in it when Jameis Winston was in the game. See, I got a pattern here with this one. Uh, they lose to Atlanta with Carr playing the whole game. And again, yes, they won 28-6 last week. But that does not tell you what happened in that game. The Saints last week had 207 yards of offense in that game. Derek Carr, again, 18-26, two touchdowns and interception. Okay, that's not terrible. 119 yards on 26 pass attempts is ridiculous. Yes. And at one point, again, at 14 completions for 37 yards, which is not possible. It is ridiculous that the Saints insist. And again, Carr's not 100% healthy. I get that. But it is insanity to me that they keep running him out there when you have an option on the bench who is clearly better at this point. Now, look, anything's in play when Jameis plays. We know this. You could have a game where Jameis, Jameis throws three picks and you lose because of it. But you can also have a game like this where if he doesn't turn the ball over, you're going to win this game. So I, I don't get it. I don't get it on the Derek Carr side. All right, I want to get one more before we bring Vincenzo in the final 10 a.m. game. The Jets and the Dolphins, Tyree Kill is out officially in this one. And Alex, this has been a, as big of a mover as we've seen all year long on any game. As this opened 13 at some spots, 12, 12 and a half behind us, all the way down to seven. Total's been hit from 37 down to 36. 
uh, 35 and a half even now behind us. Wind is supposed to be a factor in this game. 20 mile an hour, pretty stable wind in, in Miami. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a tough time seeing, even with this type of value in comparison to what you had when it's open at 12 and a half on Miami. Without Tyree Kill, we saw how bad it was offensively for Miami when he didn't play for those quarter and a half. And now you're playing that defense? That can it, the Jets win today? I feel pretty confident in saying Aaron Rodgers is going to play next Saturday, even with them having a, a about an 8% chance at best to make the playoffs. I I would not lay seven with Miami, even though it's way better than what you're getting earlier in the so a lot to unpack here. This should be a really good game for what you just mentioned. If the Jets do pull this off and there's a chance of seeing Aaron Rodgers, but in the Dolphins defense, Tyreek getting hurt in the middle of the game is a lot different than having a week of preparing without him. And they still do have a lot of weapons with Jalen Waddell. And of course, most are for the running back position, but I teased the Dolphins down early in the week. I just feel like this is a must win spot for Miami. We've talked about it over and over their next three games Cowboys Ravens Bills like they need this win or it might just all on spiral for them so I think we have a good matchup I won't deny that the Jets have a great defense these two have already played each other Miami came out on top of that one 34-13 and we're pretty fortunate to do that going into the second half they um had that miraculous uh, well it was the pick six Hail Mary that's that right flipped that game on its head 100 percent uh, the Dolphins, you mentioned it. Miami after this, if they lose today, and this would be back-to-back home losses as more than a touch, two-touchdown favorite on Monday night against Tennessee, and now seven here at the closing line, more likely than not, to the Jets. They're going to be a dog at home against Dallas next week. They're going to be definitely a dog in Baltimore. And then they're going to be flipping against Buffalo at best, if that's the case. This could turn into a real disaster here for Miami. Nine and three to out in play potentially if they were to lose this game today. I'm not sure if that will happen. But we might have to start at this game when we bring Vinny in and uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Side. I'm not going to make Vinny talk about the Jets anymore. I'm not going to do that to him. But uh, I will ask him on the Tyree Kill side of things. There we so go. When we get back, Vinny Maliulo <laughs> in the flesh in the studio with his laptop and all joins us next. Sports by the book. South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world. 
Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part, Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gout Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in. Sports by the Book is the show. I'm Jeff Piles, Alex White, and the baritone himself, Vinny Maliulo. That's right. Is here today. My uh, ultimate morning voice. Yeah, yeah. I would say we, we get the man some coffee. Get him some coffee. Oh, I have him... some. I have some. No, we I... need some more. But well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't say I'm done. We're gonna have to again. Sean's gonna have to bring the Bierstein back in next uh, next week. By the way, Christmas Eve, we will be on the air previewing all the games next Sunday. Uh, we'll bring in a beer stein as a Christmas gift. Man. That's what we'll do. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be good. All right. So let's let's start with that Jet Dolphin game. Of course, yeah. we finally get it confirmed that Tyreek's not going to play. Mm -hmm. And then it already was baked in a little bit on a number where you were sitting at eight and a half, sitting at nine. Yes. Eight and a half. Mm -hmm. Getting ready to move one way or another based off the news that Tyreek was in or not. Now it's settled in. Tyreek got, got ruled out seven and a half quickly to seven. And we've sat there now for the better portion of an hour market wide yeah. with no Tyreek Hill in this game. A-Chan is going to suit up for the Dolphins, but he is clearly not 100% either. Well, one thing about the Jets' defense is their their pass defense is better than their running defense. That's so correct. I think, I think we're going to see more uh, of a running approach of, by the Dolphins today. I mean, the obvious question is, what does Tyreek Hill mean to the number, right? And, you know, it's clearly it's one and a half to two points. It's not what Tua is, but um, we know that the most impactful player uh, to the number besides a quarterback is probably McCaffrey. Although you, you watch that team and Debo Samuel means a great deal. Tyreek Hill means a great deal to this Dolphins uh, a number as well, but the, now I will tell you this: what's also a factor here, and what probably gets adjusted by as much as three points, are the when you combine Tyreek Hill being out and the Dolphins' offensive line issues. Right? I mean, they've got significant injuries to their O line. Sixty percent of their starting O line yeah. is, out is out today, including I think they're on their third. They're on center, center number three right. today. Yeah. Jonathan Harrison so is the expected starter. When you combine that with Tyreek Hill being out, it's safe to say that uh, it's it's three easy, very easy, no question. The look ahead number, mm -hmm. though, Vinny was what like minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, I mean, well, you know. Uh, and again, South Point, uh, Chris Andrews uh, puts up the numbers here on Sunday night after the uh, 5 o'clock uh, kickoff. 12 and a half, 13, yeah. I mean, it was 12 and a half here. And uh, you know what? It's not like they jumped on it either, you know, because then there was a, a, an adjustment after what happened on Monday night. You've got to take that into consideration, which was the injuries started right away, the O-line injuries. 
then Tyreek Hill gets gets hurt. So um, you had to make adjustments there. And then, well, he's questionable, maybe not. And then, of course, this morning he goes out, tries to warm up, uh, and can't, and he can't go. Well, and of course, the Jets win their game last week on yes. Sunday, and the Dolphins lose, mm-hmm. and the in- injuries. So my question to you is, do you think that was already an overreaction from 13 down to 9? That's four points right there, and yeah. now we're doing another two. Yeah, well, the injury co- uh, the injury's confirmed uh, for Tyreek, so um starts with money. I, again, the, the Jets, I don't want to overreact. I think there's more of a reaction to what happened with the Dolphins. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And not that the Jets had this, you know, terrific second half la- last week, right? So, um, but look, you know, the the, the fact with this Rodgers thing l- looming is, but he's not playing today. No, Rodgers. So, so, <laughs> so. so the report last night is that Aaron Rodgers, if the Jets win today, yeah, the Jets will have until Wednesday to activate him. Right. They will activate him, and he will be expected to start on Sunday against Washington. If the Jets lose today, they're basically they're done. They basically would need a, a one in one in five thousand shot in order to, yeah. to make the postseason at eight nine mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. Then he won't get activated. We'll see Zach Wilson the last two weeks. So yeah. that is another thing that goes into today. Uh, but I, I will say this because you mentioned it. I, Ty, we we saw Miami's offense without Tyreek yes. for about three drives on mm-hmm. Monday night. Mm-hmm. They couldn't move the ball without him on the field. Mm-hmm. He comes in at less than 100%, and they immediately move right down the field to get points. Yes. Um, we had the discussion earlier in the year when Travis Kelsey missed that opening game against Detroit, mm-hmm. where how much is Travis Kelsey worth to the number? And we saw right away. Kelsey's a big deal. Yeah. Kelsey Kelsey's was, 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 huge, was a huge, yeah. huge deal. And mm-hmm. granted, right. the Chiefs have had those problems all year, even with them on the field, because right. the receivers stink. They they, they but, drop more ball, more passes, uh, more receptions. Than, but or, but I, don't than think, I don't think I can draw up a worse matchup for Miami's offense than the defense they're going to see today, where you mentioned they're down three. Forget Tyreek Hill also. Mm-hmm. They're down three offensive linemen. Yes. And Three offensive linemen against that front with that secondary where the one guy who it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how good DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner are. Tyree kills better than everyone playing oh, no, corner no, in the NFL. No question. It doesn't matter. No question. But as good as Jalen Waddell is, he ain't Tyree Kill. This is a this is a really bad matchup for Miami at the absolute wrong time. Now I'm not saying Miami's gonna lose the game outright, but this is not even difficult. at a bad number. I wouldn't lay the seven with Miami. Well, I, I wouldn't even do it. It's difficult because it's it now it, it comes at a time when and Alex you know brought up the point about their schedule how, how brutal much, after this week right how how much more challenging it becomes. Um, the other part is this you know in the first matchup too, um, Miami's special teams just you know I mean the the. the, the <laughs> That, that punt return. I mean, oh my God! At the end of the half, I mean, yeah, I I don't know if we're going to see that again, right? Uh, so that was a big factor in the first game. Special teams. Look, Fangio's defense has got to step up. Yes, they do, um, and, they're, and they're and they have injuries too. And they've got yeah. I mean, the <laughs> Dolphins were were very healthy uh, for the for the better part of the season. Now they're not. Now the cluster of injuries, and that's what happens too with injuries. When when injuries come in clusters, that compounds things yes. and to, to to alex's other point we we had to learn very at at great cost frankly uh over the years 
the value and the importance of offensive lines in particular. You know, there was always, you know, great defensive players if they were out, you know, uh, Ronnie Lott, uh, Lawrence Taylor, et cetera. I mean, you look at, you know, Jack Lambert. I mean, you look at all of those great defensive injuries, right? No question. Um, but offensive lines, we saw it in the Super Bowl a few years ago with the Chiefs. When the oh, Chiefs I mean, lost I mean, that, that game, that game was game non-competitive because I mean, they had no offensive they, line. They, 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 yeah. couldn't, they, they couldn't score a touchdown. Yeah. I, so, <clears throat> now, it, it took us, like I said, it, those were expensive lessons <laughs> along the way. Uh, but nonetheless, here you have a game where this cluster of one of the best, uh, cluster of injuries with one of the best skill position players in Tyreek Hill, uh, coupled with uh, the uh, the multiple injuries to that O-line, it's just has, has slid. Now, it's held at seven, so, uh, you know, I think it, I think everybody's going to kind of wait and see now. I don't think there's going to be this flood of, of Dolphins money, but it's probably going to be a situation, too, where it's in-game. I think for for folks. Yeah, uh, I I don't particularly disagree. if you took. Well, I mean, if you a, you know double digits with the Jets already, you may you know you're going to yeah. say, hey, look, you know, let me let me see what how this game. Unfolds. I mean, if the Jets get out to an early right. lead here, you could be looking at you could very easily get a double digit middle in yeah. this like, game. Like Alex, you yeah. probably did you take the points early? I didn't. I okay. actually teased the Dolphins down. You, okay, third, all right. So. But anybody that did take, let's say twelve, you know, yeah, on, on average, right? Uh, you'll probably look at the game and say, well, let's see what happens. And, um, you know, maybe uh, uh, part, uh, participate in game. I wish I yeah. did. Jeff is saying the same thing. But yeah. to your point, we always say it about the NFL. It's a battle of nutrition, right? And yeah. Yeah. when these injuries happen, like San Francisco, sure. I mean, we saw their three weeks uh, when yeah. they had their injuries. And now they've yes. bounced back from it nicely. Yeah. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to have that opportunity this late in the season. But we'll see what happens today. It's an important game for them. Yeah. Yester- Both sides. Ye- yesterday, Vinny, uh, first game land since he three. Yeah, which was not great for you guys. Yes, that's true. Um, the uh, the second game was, I look like Pittsburgh was total control, and then that game mm. did a one eighty, mm. and Indy wins with ease, covering all numbers. And then last night, Detroit looked like the Lions uh, of yeah. the early season again, as they annihilated Denver. So, uh, a push and and two favorites end up getting home yesterday. Yeah, I mean all home teams prevail too, right? Yeah. So uh, for uh, for those with and uh, all overs teams and and the overs, yes, yeah, and that you know, and of course the the Colts kicked that field goal right uh, right at the end. Right when I decide to go the other way on a Colts game, <laughs> well, you right? should have got that. I mean, if Tomlin yeah. didn't if Tomlin didn't take his timeouts when they had already waved yeah. the white flag, you would have won. Yeah, and I mean Tomlin. Tomlin took his timeouts, and Steichen got very angry. <laughs> Listen, I, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying that the Canada firing was, uh, you know, was, that, listen, there was always the controversy with with that offense. Anyway, I mean, it's the personnel now, clearly, too, yes. right? I mean, let's face it, they're they've got some some talent on offense, right, at the running back position, um, on the outside. It's the, the the Steeler quarterback situation is so unsettled, uh, even without without the injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you can't even compare their offense uh, now without Matt Canada. Yeah, it's when he was. It's almost the same. I mean, it's the personnel are not getting it done, Alex. Right? Yeah. But you don't have yeah. to pick it in there, so and, it's not yeah. like you can just. It's just a, well, well. Yeah. According to some, I think they're wrong, but that. There was no drop from Pickett to Trubisky. I, I thought that was totally insane. Well, uh, and and by the way, Mason not, Ru- not a big one. Mason Rudolph's going to start next week. 
I hope you're all ready for that. Like Mason Probably. Rudolph is going to start on Saturday against the Bengals. Probably. Um, so that'll be a whole lot of fun. By the way, uh, I, I uh, before we get to the late games, I do have to bring up some stuff for tomorrow's game real quick. Yeah. There's a few things that came this morning. Sure, yeah. Of, Jalen Hurts. And one, and one of them just and, – and a coaching different – a coaching change somewhat just popped up as well there. Okay. Uh, so Jalen Hurts is questionable now mm-hmm. with an illness where the reported basically if that game – Stayed on Sunday like it was initially scheduled for. He wouldn't be playing today. That's what it sounded like this morning on the report. My my, uh, he's, fly, he's flying he's by flying himself. separate. He's on yeah. like a, a medical plane. Yeah, he's got a medical plane. <laughs> he's got as Vinny big would red say. cross on it. And then Jay Glazer this morning, and this to me is one of the biggest panic moves I think I have ever seen, where the Eagles had moved Sean Desai, Desai off the defensive coordinator position, moved him to a different job. And Matt Patricia is now calling the defense for the Eagles, which is which to me. Is, and look, I know the Eagle defense has had its problems over the last month. Yeah, but you're handing the defense to that guy. <laughs> you're handing it to Patricia. You're done. Your season's over. You panicked if you did that. I almost want to go out and bet Seattle now because uh, of that. <clears throat> I, I don't care if it's Locke or Geno tomorrow night. I mean, that's just, and Slay's not playing to begin with anyway. He's out uh, with that surgery he had yesterday. But, uh, Vinny, I mean, that it seems like a wild overreaction from the Philly coaching staff to do that. Down to two and a half. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Continuing uh, probably on a on a downward spiral unless Hurts plays, which I, I think he'll I think he will play. figure out a way uh, yeah. to be in the lineup. But uh, to your point, you know, you talk about the schedule and, and the remaining part of it. This is a game, you know, the, the Eagles need to start getting right now, right? I, I mean, because after this game, they've well, got they two games with they the Giants. They the Giants twice in the Cardinals. And, you know, sandwiched around uh, around the Cardinals. Now, listen, those teams are playing hard. We, we see the Giants and, and you know, uh, what, what, they've, what they've got going on, and they're healthier today. Um, so I, I think that, uh, you know, is is it a is it a panic move? I think it raises uh, some some question. You wonder about the vibe, right? On that it on that seem Philly right now. Philly <laughs> sideline, and uh, I, I would uh, I certainly pay attention to it. To your point, uh, and Dom got that banned from the sideline the whole yeah. year. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not going well right now. No, they've got injuries, and then and then and then that, and then drama. Yeah. And oh, their defense out. didn't play great, but, I mean, it was the stretch they were going yeah. through. It was more about the teams that they were playing uh, and true. the location. I mean, they went down I, to Dallas. I, I, Alex, I think it's nuts. It's, I, and, again, like, it's one thing if you have – it's one thing if you have, like, all right, someone who's a capable defensive coordinator on your staff. This version of Matt Patricia is not capable of coaching my peewee team. Wait, maybe, maybe he loses the pencil. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, again, like a peewee football team, I wouldn't want Patricia coaching that. That's just how bad it is. Um, A man man who obviously had too many tickets on Matt Patricia's teams over the years. I I mean, I look never, never in the corners there, in the corner there's a Patriots fan. I mean, or I mean, Mac Jones should be able to sue, uh, sue Matt Patricia for damages for what he did to his career. I mean, just my goodness. It's just horrible. All right, before we let you get back to work, because we have the we have the gigantic game at one twenty five, mm-hmm. Dallas and Buffalo. Buffalo's up to two. Yes. Uh, total is forty nine. 
Vinny, it is 49 degrees a kick in Buffalo mm-hmm. on December 17th. It's a heat wave. It is. You cannot do better weather-wise mm-hmm. for this time of year there. Yeah. And I, it makes sense. I know it's a popular mm-hmm. game. I get why this total has not really budged the whole week. And I honestly expect this total, Vinny, that has been bet down from 50 to 49 I expect that to peak back up into the 50s by kick because of the weather. I think you're right. Um, and I think that uh, this is certainly a game that, that everybody's going to be involved with, right? I mean, whether professional bettors, uh, casual fans, uh, and, and you know, again, there'll be carryover to it because it's an afternoon game, depending on what happens this morning. But uh, I, I I believe also, uh, to you, we're at 49. Uh, I believe it'll, it'll get back up uh, uh, at least 50 and, and maybe north of 50. I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't. How do you think the Cowboys do on the road here after their, you know, big win at home? I, I, you know, they they answered the, well, we we you know they need to beat a good team, which Philly's still a good team. Philly was in first place. It was a game that they had to have, and 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 to build off of. Um, now they're going up against a desperate team, so a team that's fighting for for their for their playoff lives, a team that's finding ways. Uh, to not only be competitive, but to play their way back into win games and and play their way back into uh, uh, into the playoff picture. So, um, you know, it's basically a pick 'em game. I mean, two is you know anything yeah. less than a. You know, I mean, they're, 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 they're on a neutral. There, yeah. they're, they're, that's yeah. even. It's it's a it's that's a pick 'em game. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, you, you hope that I think if you're looking at Dallas, uh. And and you're looking to bet back Dallas here. You're hoping you don't want any type of letdown after last week. And I, I don't think I they will. Yeah. Them up. You tease I, them up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Eight, eight and a half. It's six six point. You took eight. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Good. Yeah. Even better. Good. I I I'm still concerned about Buffalo now. Well, yeah. I mean I the mean, injuries, especially on defense. I yeah. mean we we know they, they we know the injuries on defense have been there. Yeah. Granted, they've played a ton of under games the last since the injuries on defense have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say this, that second half against Kansas City didn't really inspire much confidence for me. I, that was more Kansas City got in their own way yeah. more than Buffalo. Well, Kansas State. City's d- done awful in the second half of the season. I, Let's 100%. face it. They've been uh, probably the worst second half team in, yeah. in, in the league. But for, I think for if a you, good team, no less. If, yeah. for, the, for the Bills today, they need to possess the ball. Yep. They, they don't want to, even though the Bills can score points, you don't want to get into a shootout right. with, with this Cowboy well, team. I will say, for Buffalo's sake, if they win today, Buffalo's going to the playoffs because their next two games, they play the Chargers with Easton Stick and yeah. and and what is it? It's Jif, Jif Smith coaching. The man is named after a peanut butter, and he's, he's coaching an NFL I like peanut now. butter. What's wrong with peanut butter? <laughs> um, and, uh, and then the Patriots, where the Patriots already beat them once. I don't see the Patriots beating them twice in one mm-hmm. season. So yeah. if Buffalo wins this game today, Get and get the ten wins oh, yeah. with the chance to win, sneak out with the AFC's crown with the way Miami's going. Well, right? and the other AFC teams like we saw yesterday, right? Uh, well, I mean, for where, for where the Steelers are going the opposite direction, yeah. and and, and it, the Colts it, are, are are playing ex- very well. If the Vikings could have picked up a half a yard in overtime, yeah, that would have been the best possible day for all those teams that are chasing, because the Bengals probably would have lose lost that game. The Broncos got slaughtered, as we know. And based off the tiebreakers, just going through the math, it seemed that Indy moving to eight and six was better for the teams behind them than Pittsburgh going mm-hmm. to eight and six. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh, yeah, because you know, well, well, either way, I mean, it's it's going to cause a shift yeah. between yesterday and today. By the way, uh, just a 
uh, another move just now as we as we speak. Uh, money showing for the Cardinals. Uh, Niners eleven and a half. Huh. Well, that's been a, Cardinals been bet the whole week. Car- pretty Cardinals stable, uh, thirteen and a half uh, yeah. on the opener for, with the Niners, and now uh, down a couple points. Jeff, do so. you have a play on the Cowboys Bills? I haven't bet it yet, but I'm almost assuredly money lining Dallas. I, I think you could have expected. I was, that. I was just waiting. I yeah, had to hear. Yeah, it. I, yeah. I, I, I haven't I mean, done it yet. I also, I also, I will say this: I probably will bet the over in that game. That really does feel like well, a, a game where Dallas's defense could struggle. And at some point, I expect Buffalo's offense to put to put to put mid twenties on someone good. I yeah. Did, if you're gonna bet, they, last week would have been the game. I mean, they had yeah. fourteen in the first half, yeah, and then they 20 just for the game. Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. bet that. The over. You got to do it now. Probably do it now. Got to do it now. Hundred percent. So, Vinny, why don't you go back to work? All right, Thank you, Vinny. very good team. We'll take one last break and we get back. Niners and Cardinals. Vinny's mentioned it. The Cardinals getting money. The Rams and the Commanders. That line hasn't moved all week. Uh, and then Sunday Night Football, along with our final thoughts on Dallas and Buffalo. We get back. Sports by the Book, South Point Studio. If you're celebrating a special occasion or just love fine dining, you're in the right place. Come experience the crown jewel of South Point restaurants, Michael's Gourmet Room. Welcome. With over 600 different types of wines and magnificent dishes prepared tableside, you'll revel in the rich classic Vegas decor and the best black tie service in the world. This intimate gourmet room has earned accolades galore. Come to Michael's Gourmet Room for an unforgettable dining experience. Another famous restaurant is the Silverado Steakhouse, where you'll find the charm and service that discerning patrons require. From top quality steaks and chops to fresh seafood and desserts, you'll love the award-winning wine list and menu at Silverado Steakhouse. Steak lovers have even more options with primarily prime rib. Catering to hearty appetites, the menu features a variety of flavorful prime rib cuts, dry age to ensure tenderness, and then seasoned and slowly roasted. Although prime rib is our specialty, it's not the only thing on the menu. There's something for everyone. And if you're craving a taste of Italy, come experience delicious Italian cuisine and the attentive service at Don Vito's. Our culinary team starts with the freshest ingredients and transforms them into traditional favorites. And don't forget Italian desserts. Don Vito's, savor the taste of Italy. Finally, if sushi is more your style, join us at the popular Zenshin Asian restaurant and sushi bar, where we're serving up the freshest sashimi, nigiri, and sushi rolls. And beyond the sushi, an exciting contemporary Asian cuisine menu. Plus a variety of specialty drinks, Japanese and domestic beer, wine, and sake. Balance your hunger with Zenshin. Welcome back in Sports by the Book is the show. I'm Jeff Files. Alex White is here as well. Big thanks to Vinnie Maliola as always hopping in to the studio. Uh, Patriots are up to 10 behind us. We, uh, we talked we, about it. We talked about it at 10. I think that is reasonable to take New England at 10 uh, against Kansas City and then watch the Chiefs win by five touchdowns. But that's a different discussion for a different day. Uh, let's go to the late games. Niners and Cardinals. Vinny brought it up as he was leaving, down to 11 and a half. Been a steady stream of Arizona money this week. And you know what, Alex? I actually agree with this, the move on this, where the Niners last week, yeah, they didn't cover... The closing numbers, they ended up winning that game by 12. This is 
there's not really look-ahead spots in the NFL. But this is as close as you're going to get. Where Christmas night, Monday night, at home against Baltimore is a gigantic game for the Niners. Where be number one seed against number one seed more likely than not. Well, if Baltimore, well, even if Baltimore loses tonight, they'd still be the number one seed yeah. in the AFC. And Arizona, since Kyler Murray's come back, now we've seen an array of things with them. They beat the Tex, they beat the Falcons. They should have beat the Texans. They beat the Steelers, and then they got destroyed by by the Rams. But the Rams, the Rams own them. We we know this. The Rams own them, and. And even at 11 and a half, even at not the best number we've seen all week, I still think this is a tighter game than expected. Uh, and you mentioned this too. If you want to take Arizona first half, where the Cardinals have been awful in second halves this year. Yes. As, as bad have. as anyone in the, in the NFL, you can still get a flat seven behind us in the first half. I don't mind that. They're no. Probably actually the better way to play it is take the touchdown in the first half with Arizona than the full game. Yeah, I didn't really think about that until today because I looked for a ton of things to take in this game and really couldn't find anything. I made the Niners 12 and a half. I made the total 49. So I thought it was, this game was tough. Um, the Niners team total 30 and a half. I couldn't uh -huh. go, couldn't get there with that. And, and then the Cardinals was a little high at 17 and a half. I like that first half Cardinals plus seven. We did see the Seahawks. They covered last week against the Niners, but this team is just playing so well. It's, it's really tough to even want to bet against San Francisco. Niners win out, they get the number one seed. By the way, the whole market just went to ten on the Patriots. So. And you said that you said Chicago was the healthiest team. I mean, the pretty San Niners are pretty healthy. Pretty healthy. Yeah, Niners are pretty healthy as well. Uh, the Bears only had three guys in in inactive today, which is pretty hard at this time yeah. of the year uh, for for that three guys because of injury inactive. I should say. All right, let's uh, go to Washington and the Rams. I I haven't heard anyone this whole week on Washington. I haven't heard a single person. Uh, the Rams. What was that? It's terrifying. Yeah, because Rams, I like the Rams. So. The Rams are six and a half. There's one seven in the market as well. Uh, Forty nine the total. I, Alex, I'm not betting this game because this just <laughs> this line seems so wrong because Washington is a disaster right now. They're off the bye week, but legitimately have not heard a single human being the whole week is on Washington. Not a soul, and that line hasn't moved since Monday. And that scares the living bejesus out of me, Alex. I know. I think we talked about it Thursday. I said the same thing. I'm like, I think the Rams should be favored by more than six and a half. You're, I'm laying under a touchdown here. I took it. I took this game way too many ways. I took did you the, tease it as well? I didn't. I did tease it too because I have a little round robin with the teams that I've told you that I've teased. But I laid the six and a half with the Rams. I took over 50 in this one because Washington, they gave up 45 to the Dolphins, the Cowboys, 31 to the Giants the week before that, and 29 to the Seahawks. This defense is really just a shell of a defense. We knew they were going to struggle when they got rid of their best players. but And the Rams are playing really good. You can't count them out. And you said that probably five or six weeks ago. And just what they have done with Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua, adding them to their veteran staffs. Kyron Williams has seven touchdowns now this year. Love this one here. Um, I hope it pays off for me and it's not a trap. But... Yeah, and I also, I like the Rams team total, too. It's uh, 27 or 26 and a half. So, yeah. 27 and a half, which, whichever way you want to play it. The, the Rams are in a scenario where, bless you back there, uh, the, the Rams, the Rams, the Ram, <laughs> a loud sneeze. You, I, with the Christmas tree in there, I was expected to be me at some point today. Uh, but the Rams, 
you know, they have to win. They really have to win these next three games because they play the Niners the final week of the season. I still think you can get in at nine and eight in the NFC side. I don't think you can get in at one game under. And the Rams are at six and seven right now. They have to win these next three where they're favored by six and a half today. They're going to be favored against New Orleans on Thursday. And they're going to be road favorites against the Giants in week 17. You have to handle your business. You have to win all three of those games. And then you know what? You get to the final week of the year against the Niners. You get the game in San Francisco. You're going to be a huge underdog in that game. But if the Niners have the number one seed wrap, which is not impossible, one Dallas loss, one Philly loss, and the Niners win the rest of the games, the one seed is over. So San Francisco could sit their guys yeah. potentially. So take care of your business if you're the Rams these next few weeks while you're a favorite, like including today against Washington. Uh, we touched on Dallas and Buffalo. It's two right now. 49 is the total. I'm more likely than not going to bet over in Dallas, so I'm on the square side to this game. Uh, more likely than not. You tease the Cowboys up here, Alex. Uh, this should really be a good game. And if Buffalo has turned the corner, the Bills should be able to find a way to win this game. But I don't think they've turned that corner, so that's why I'm on Dallas. I may look at the first half over, too, because you're right. This could be a high score game. And you said Dallas's defense on the road, so you you had me there. Um, 49-2, so... Might have an extra play on one of those overs as well. The Sunday night game, Baltimore and Jacksonville. Three and a half across the board. Ravens favored on the road, 40 and a half. The total, I like Jacksonville outright. I like them outright. Take the three and a half. We'll take a money line. I, I just, we've talked about this week, week in and week out on Baltimore. I don't trust them. And they're 10 and three. They're probably getting home field throughout the AFC playoffs. They have a really good defense. By the way, Kyle Hamilton won't play tonight. But I don't trust them one bit. And Jacksonville, this is a spot where if they lose tonight, they're in a tie for first place. Now, granted, they have the tiebreaker on Indy, and Houston's an underdog today, so they still should be a game clear Houston. But before this thing spirals the wrong way for the Jags, you got yeah. to end this right here. Trevor Lawrence looked pretty healthy, all things considered with that high ankle sprain against Cleveland last week. I like Jacksonville. I think they find a way to pull this thing out right, stabilize the ship, and actually get themselves back into the running for the number one seed in the AFC. I like this over as well. Now it looks like it's moved down. I I guess I should check weather there. But um, I like Ravens' team total over 23.5 too because we've seen them do – they've averaged 28 all season, and we've seen 31-plus in six of their last seven. I'm not sure what we get from the Jags. I didn't lay the points with the Ravens, and you know how highly I think of the Ravens, but this is a rough spot for them. I do think Jacksonville comes out here and gives it their all, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, yeah, like over or Ravens team total over. To Monday night, real quick, before we say bon voyage for today. We've already discussed it. Philadelphia and Seattle. Jalen Hurts is questionable with an illness that got worse overnight, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, the report from Jay Glazer this morning actually is more alarming than Jalen Hurts' illness to me, that the Eagles have demoted Sean Desai, and now Matt Patricia is the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is down to two. There's some two and a half in the market. This just feels like one of these snowballs for Philly. That I, And I'm stunned that it's happening to this team. And I know people will say, hey, it was coming. They were lucky, all that fun stuff. But when you panic like this with your coaching staff, and I understand the Eagle defense has not played well over the last month plus, 
But look who you played yes. the last month plus. You played Dallas, who's a top five offense. You played the Niners, who are a top five offense. You played Buffalo, who by the EPA per play is number one in the NFL. Again, I think those numbers are a little bit flawed, but they're still tops, and it's not really close. You played really good offense. And I think it's a huge panic move. And for Seattle, we talk about desperation. Seattle has to have this game where if they lose, they're going to six and eight. And basically they're in win out and need help scenario the rest of the way if you're at six and eight out. I think this might be a play on Seahawks money line here. They're yeah. at home and then all this coming out with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, yeah, I've, he was questionable, then back in, now questionable again. So it's going to be a good game, an interesting game. Seahawks definitely need this win. And Eagles, they need to turn the turn back around to the positive side here. They have they're not going the right way at all. I will say I will say this on this game, where again you're talking about Matt Patricia, who at one point, look, I, I get it. In New England, did a fine job, left Belichick's grasp, and has turned into this unmitigated disaster as a coach since then. And Look, I don't think I don't think handing the defense to that guy is a smart move for your team. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I expect it to end poorly. Also, Darius Slay's not going to play tomorrow night. He's out the next month with uh, with some uh, surgery that well, he had on his foot. It's just crazy to make those kind of changes this late in the season, right? Unless you are like the Chargers and you have a loss like they just did and you have to make those changes or the Raiders and what they went through this year. But for a team and a franchise like the Philadelphia Eagles, this is unnecessary at this time of the season. Well, that's all the games for this week. Get your bets in. You still got a few minutes on a, on the South Point Sportsbook app. We're back tomorrow, 3 o'clock, previewing Monday Night Football and more across the board on Sports by the Book. Big thanks to the crew. Great job. The dynamic duo back there, Matt Neverd and Sean, doing great work as always. Alex, good luck on your plays today. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again tomorrow at 3 o'clock on Sports by the Book.